What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Unwanted Opinions Podcast. I am the one and only Reagan, and I am here with my lovely co-host, KT. KT, say what's up to the people. Hello, hello, my good people out there in radio land. (laughs) So, we're here. We're ready to get this thing popping. Very first episode. Super excited. Really just going to keep this thing short and sweet. We're here to give you our very, very important opinions. And honestly, you know, uh, I feel like me and KT got some of the best opinions out there. If we, if we keeping it real, but uh, we'll let y'all be the judge of that. I uh, want to go ahead and shout, it, shout out everyone who has already followed the Twitter account that we have. Um, we'll make sure to plug that in at the end of the show. But um, let's get this thing rolling. KT, what we got, what we got. So, Reagan, up first, we have our favorite sport, well, one of our favorite sports, basketball. In this case, women's basketball. So, my first question is, out of all the teams that clinch, which are L.A., Connecticut, Chicago, Washington, and Vegas, um, which one are you kind of surprised at right now? I'm going to say... Seattle, by the way, y'all. Oh, Seattle, my bad. I do apologize. But... Storm Crazy is going to come after you, bro. Look, listen, listen, they could go after me if they want to, because honestly, I don't think people felt that the way that their season went with losing Brianna Stewart and, and, and losing Sue Bird, that a lot of them would be in the playoffs. So I apologize to all you Storm fans out there. I forgot your team, but it wasn't on purpose, I swear. But with that being said, like, I feel like to me, the biggest surprise, and I shouldn't be surprised got a new coach, but I think the biggest surprise is Chicago. I don't think people really thought Chicago was going to clinch and, and be as good as they were. But I feel like James Wade is really turning that team around. And I feel like he's the coach they needed. Uh, I mean, they 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 have Jay Lav playing before the injury. You know, they had her playing well. Diamond DeShields is an all-star. You got Vandersloot out there doing her thing. Um, I mean, honestly, and I know a lot of Sparks fans are going to hate me for saying this, but I feel like Vandersloot and Chelsea Gray are in competition for, like, the best point guard in the league right now. Y'all, let me just re- tell y'all something before we get too into this. KT always steals my ideas. So whatever she says, like if she goes first and she says something and I come back and repeat it, just know it was my idea first and she copied off of me. But anyway, <laughs> anyways, I do think Chicago is the surprise team. Um, I mean, just going back to last year, last year they were 13 and 21. And then the year before that, they finished 12 and 22. Coach Wade has come in, and he's drastically changed that team. You can tell they're playing harder. You can tell that they're more so a team than they were last year, at least in my opinion. And honestly, they were they were the sleeper team this year. I don't think anyone expected them to come out and play this well. So uh, definitely happy uh, for that team. Shout out to my boy Eric. I know he's happy as well. So um <laughs> Hopefully keep the ginger beard smiling. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like, I do know a lot of people were excited. I know Eric, especially since we shouted him out, was pretty excited <laughs> for the James Wade signing. And I, you know what? I was too. I mean, he was under a great coach over, over there in, in Minnesota. You know, Cheryl Reeves, no matter if you like her, if you hate her or not. I mean, the girl is a, I mean, the girl's <laughs> a good coach. So he had pretty good guidance over there and he learned from one of the best. So I, I honestly feel like them hiring him was probably the best thing they could have done for Chicago. And you know what? The atmosphere of that team is different too. Like they look like they're having more fun. Um, he seems like he's a good locker room guy. He looks like he is a player's coach as far as 
you know, he lets the players be free and kind of let them do what they do. But he doesn't have to do too much to the point where they get their game plans. But he lets them play free. You can kind of see it in the way that they're playing. I mean, they've, they've just been playing great. And, I mean, it showed, honestly, in that win against Washington. I don't think yeah, anybody... It's, I mean, it's, it's really like they're playing, like, backyard ball. Like, exactly. They're really just playing pickup, if, if, that's, exactly. if that's what you want to compare it to. No, yeah, they're having fun out there. And, I, honestly, I feel like, you know, that was something Chicago was missing because they were losing. I mean, it's not fun. I don't know if anybody out there has ever been on a losing team before. I've been on a losing team in college where we got smashed, like, 49, 150 like 105 and you could even pull that set up if you go on Google to look at that right now. So I can understand how it is when you're on teams that aren't winning. It's not fun. you kind of just, your, your head's not in the game as it should be, but you could definitely tell the atmosphere of, of the Chicago sky team is way better. And honestly, they're a team that I feel like can beat some major competition in the playoffs. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they, they play a team like LA or Vegas or even Washington and, and just so happen to beat them in the playoffs like yeah. I, I mean I I would for, I would hate it for my team but I wouldn't be shocked at all yeah Sparks y'all gotta pick it up just in case y'all play Chicago yeah and y'all can't since, lose I mean since we're on the topic of LA um how did you feel okay how did you feel going into the season when you found out Derek Fisher was going to be a coach compared to how you feel about everything now honestly I think I was the only person who actually like the signing like at first I was a little confused and then I heard LaChina Robinson on her podcast interview him and I was just like okay I'm gonna give him a shot because yeah he played basketball and yeah it was in the NBA and yeah he tried to coach a little bit but he knows the game of basketball and he knows what it takes to win a championship and he's played with some of the best and he's played against some of the best so I think him bringing that mentality in day in and day out, I think that's, of course, going to to uh, spread to his uh, players. But also, I don't know if y'all saw um, my tweet when he got ejected from the game. <laughs> but Coach Fish, you are the one, my guy. Like, that's how you stick up for your players. That's how you go to war. And that's how your players are going to have your back. Like, when you're willing to get thrown out of a game because you're concerned about the safety of your players – that's when your players rally behind you and they pick up the slack. And ever since that, ever since he's gotten thrown out, I want y'all to go back and look at the record. Like the Sparks have been playing amazing since that game. You know, I'm not even going to lie. Like when I first heard that we signed Derek Fisher, I was a little bit confused by it. And not because of what people may think. Like I know a lot of people were kind of like, well, he's not in the women's basketball world and we should sign somebody who's been in the women's basketball world. But I was more so just confused because we saw how his tenure in the NBA was, and we know that that wasn't very good for anybody who does follow the NBA. So I was more so kind of scared, like, all right, well, is he going to have the same kind of performances he had there? And the other thing that is different from then, now, those rotations were terrible. Yeah. Like, the, those rotations, you can tell he was a coach that was trying to figure out what was going to work and what wasn't, because there was a lot of times where he would experiment with A, B, and TRP on the floor at the same time, and they're basically virtually almost the same player. And you really don't want two of the same player on the court at the same time. I mean, nothing really gets done. And we saw that. So I will say now from, from, from where he started to now, his rotations are virtually just way better, way better. Like I don't shake my head as much anymore. I mean, there are a few times where I'll kind of 
tell him like, okay, maybe he should play Kaylani Brown more, or like maybe he should play this person a little bit more or a little bit less. But honestly, Derek Fisher's he's doing better than I thought. Like I gotta give the man credit. I mean, I can't come on here and lie to you guys and lie to the world. Like I honestly thought Derek Fisher was not really gonna be the best choice, not really gonna be the best, you know, selection. But I think. I feel like a lot of us felt that way, especially since they were like, oh, we didn't really have a, a coach search. We knew what we wanted. We knew who we were going in the direction of. So I don't know, man. I mean, the dude, I got to give him his credit. He's got the sparks in third place right now. Uh, like, I mean, I, I couldn't, I, I didn't think we would be in third place. Like I, I thought LA would probably be anywhere between fifth and sixth when they first started because of how the rotations were. But I mean, I, I, that's what happens when you get a, a full roster, you get Raquana Williams back, you get a coach who's finally figured out how the coach this in this league. Cause I mean, no matter what the NBA and WNBA are different when it comes to a lot of things and coaching is kind of one of them, but I don't know. I'm not going to lie. I was scared, Reagan. I was terrified. I, I, I mean, didn't, you, I was you, scared. Weren't, you weren't the only one though. So I'm the only uh, one admitting it though. Yeah. I mean, I'm that's the only true. One admitting it. That That's true. That's very true. But we'll we'll see how the rest of the season plays out for him. I just know one thing. I don't want to be any team that's got to face Washington right now. Uh, the Mystics are a scary team. I don't know what happened. I don't know what they eat for breakfast. I don't know what they do. I, I don't know if they're, you know, if they got bazookas as arms because – I'm telling you, man, that team is so unstoppable. Even without Christy Tolliver, Christy Tolliver was hurt, and this team is still shooting three-pointers like it's unbelievable. They broke a record. I think it was something like, what, like 18 threes in a game or something like that. So it's just like you're doing that without arguably one of the best shooters because you can say Christy Tolliver's up there for an elite three-point shooter. Um, it's just it's crazy, man. Washington's just on another level. And I do know people picked Vegas as the favorites earlier to win the championship, but – I don't know, man. I, I can see Washington taking it, honestly. Like, I, I from the beginning, and I don't know if anybody else remembers it, but from the beginning, I said I didn't think Vegas was going to win a championship anyway. And I'm still saying that, and I'm sticking to this point. So if Vegas ends up winning, y'all can refer back to this episode and say, hey, Crystal, you was you was wrong for that. But I honestly don't think Vegas is winning championship. I, I it, Honestly, I say Washington Washington, and if, if not Washington, then obviously I'm going to have to be a homer and pick L.A. But I just think Washington's a scary team right now. I mean, you just don't want to – you can't leave them open. They have so many weapons. You just you, – you can't leave E.D. open. She'll either shoot it or drive it in on you. Natasha Cloud is doing a pretty good job at leading the team as far as they have. And, man, it's, it's Washington's a scary team. <laughs> I agree with that. I, I can't agree with that. Uh, But – how do you feel about Angel McCautry trying to play the last season of the game and she hasn't been cleared? Last game of the season. Last game uh, of the season. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, how do I feel about her trying to play the last game of the season? Honestly, I don't think it's smart. I don't think it's worth it. Um, the dream aren't going to the playoffs. We know that. Um, I just, I don't, I don't get why I go out there and risk it. Um, last game I, of the season, I I see a lot of people, you know, have their theories of, oh, she's gonna is she gonna retire? Like, is that why she's gonna do it? Well, but, well, she said she she said she didn't plan on retiring. I think, you know, us fans read the Instagram post and we kind of figured, oh, because you know I'm coming back from this game. I think we kind of interpreted it as that, but she said she wasn't retiring. 
Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I, I don't think it's smart, but, you know, it is what it is, and... I wish them the best, but they're not making the they're not making the playoffs. It's <laughs> that's already confirmed. <laughs> I just don't. I agree. I don't. I don't think it's smart for the simple fact that you have your coach saying that you're not cleared, but in your mind you're kind of like, well, I'm gonna play anyway. So we all saw what happened when there was a player who felt they were cleared and they weren't. I mean, he tore his Achilles and Kevin Durant. So it's kind of like. I understand as a player, you want to get back out there. You want to play for your team. You want to help your team. But at the end of the day, Andrew McCarthy is a little bit older in age as far as career goes. And it's it's like, do you really want to risk getting hurt? Do you really want to, you know, risk possibly messing up your career to play in a game? A meaning, at this point, a meaningless game because, like you said, Atlanta's not even sniffing the playoffs. Atlanta's not even, you know, Atlanta's not even a team that – it, like in this at this point, I don't even know if if Atlanta would if if she she'd even stay in Atlanta. Like I feel like Atlanta's trying to get younger. They're trying to get faster and stronger. And Angels, you know, kind of not kind of, but is the vet player on that team. And I just feel like if you're Atlanta, you probably want to go in another direction. I mean, I I agree with I agree with that. I I can firmly agree with that. I mean, I wish you all the best. I hope. You know, her career is, is lengthy and there's no more injuries. But, I mean, since we're on the topic of injuries, Donna Taurasi came back and, I mean, had a, a fairly, I guess, I don't want to say it was a whatever game, but had a fairly decent game as far as team goes. But, I mean, it was cool to see her out there for the first time in a while since she came back the first time and took her back again and then since the suspension. But, I don't know, I mean, do you think she can – get her clasp on the season and kind of pick it up from where she left off last season, or you think it's going to still be kind of slow coming back from that back injury? I think she should sit out for the rest of the season. Oh, wow. Really? I mean, I, I, didn't, I wouldn't go that far. Let's, let's be real here. Do we think Phoenix has a chance of winning the championship? Uh, I mean, if you want to be technical, any team that's in the playoffs has a chance. But it, it's it's do we think that do are you asking me do I think they'll get that far? No. Exactly. But Phoenix is one of those teams that kind of like to sneak their way in, and and we've seen it happen before. Like, uh, wasn't it a few years ago where they actually got to the semifinals and they weren't supposed they weren't even that high in the standing? So Phoenix is a team that can do it, but do I think they're winning? Definitely not. I don't think – I think she should just sit out the rest of the season. Honestly, I don't think that they – they have the key pieces to compete with the best, but what happens if she retweaks it and then she's out, you know, for majority of the season next year? Then you have the repeat of what's going on this year. I say get completely healthy, take your time coming back, Continue, like, if, if you feel like your back is good, continue to go through drills. Continue to shoot around, you know, continue to play that one, one-on-one, you know, two-on-two in practice. But I just, for me, with such a key player like that and with an injury like she had, I think, I, I, I just think she sit, she should sit out the rest of the season. I don't think it's worth I mean, it, okay, if they weren't in the playoff hunt, I would agree with you, 
because you're right, you know, injuries, especially back injuries, those are kind of hard to come back from. We've seen a lot of people and a lot of players deal with them. But Phoenix is, you know, they're close. There's a chance they could get in the playoffs. I don't think Indiana's going to swoop in. And I mean, and I don't think Dallas is going to swoop in either. So I feel like her playing right now, especially if they're in the playoff contention, I don't see a problem with it. I don't see any harm done. I mean, they said she's cleared. She's playing. I think it's going to take her a while to get back to her playing shape. We've seen that with a lot of injuries. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't I don't think she should sit up for the whole season. I don't feel like she should. I mean, she feels like she's ready to go. I, I say just, just let her play. I mean, I don't think she's going to go back to her old self yet. I don't think there's enough games for her to do that. But, I mean, I don't see a problem with it. I, I don't see a problem with Donna Tarasi trying to, to push her team to the playoff forefront and, and keep going. Well, we'll we'll see how it plays out. We will see how it plays out. I I mean, once again, I just I don't think it's worth it. So this brings me to another idea, right? This is this is a completely different sport, but this still brings me to another idea. So how would you feel, Reagan, right? Um you have a teammate who doesn't really want to come to practice doesn't want to play in any games because his helmet he's having a helmet issue although he's not the only player to have complained about this said helmet issue but as a teammate how would you feel if your star wide receiver and Antonio Brown for those of you who probably already knew what I was talking about um what what would you like how do you feel about that especially if you were the Raiders you gave him this money um you, you went out there and 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 you were hoping that you get the best out of this guy who we know is a good player we know he likes to play hard when he does, but like, like, would you personally want to deal with the antics that are going on right now? Like, do you think Antonio Brown is worth it? <laughs> do I think Antonio Brown is worth it? Antonio Brown is one heck of a player. I think he does need to move on from this helmet situation. Um, now, I will say, you know, the league makes some. They make some um, interesting rules, but I think this, pers- I, I, I honestly think they do make some interesting rules, but I think this rule with the helmet is in his best interest. Like they don't want anyone to get hurt. And I truly believe that they don't want anyone to get hurt. So I think he just needs to get over it. I think he's being a drama queen, um, which is becoming the norm for people who make a lot of money and, you know, push their way yeah. from one team to another team. Um, but I, I I just think he's being a drama queen. I do think his teammates think that he's worth it because they know that you know they're gonna make he's gonna make them better. But um, I just think he needs to stop with stop with all the drama. Get you know get your helmet, get the helmet that they're trying to give you. <laughs> put some cleats on, put your pads on, and get out there and um, you know do what you do what you're supposed to do. Well, this is the thing. The NFL was trying to give him to test out other mandated helmets. Like they, they gave him about three, four helmets that were made by the same company that were mandated, but he, you know, apparently he didn't like them. He didn't want to wear them at all. He kind of threw a fit, but the thing is, he's not the only one who didn't like them. Tom Brady didn't like the helmets either, but the only thing is just Tom Brady kind of just sucked it up and, and put the helmet on and wore it. Exactly. Um, and what, and what is Tom Brady? Tom Brady is a champion. Yeah, but he, I mean, listen, he, Yes, he's a champion. Fair point. He's a champion. I just think it comes down to the bottom. Like it, it literally just comes down to pick a helmet, pick one of the 
let me backtrack. Pick one of the helmets that they're trying to, you know, say is mandated and just go with it. Like, I understand that you're saying that it messes with your vision or, like, you're just, you see your old helmet. I get that. But guess what? Change happens. What what do we have to do when change happens? We have to <laughs> adjust. adjust. You have to adjust. Just because you make millions of dollars don't mean that change will not affect you. Pick a helmet, go catch the football, and score some touchdowns. I mean, I think it's all kind of like you said with, with the millionaire thing, but I just think you have spoiled athletes. Yeah. Like, you have athletes that have been getting away for so long or, like, they're the best on their team and the organization kind of just, you know, they'll let them get away with things because it's just like, okay, you know, you, you're the best. We don't want you to leave. We'll do what you say. But in this case, like, I, I agree, like, the rule is you can't have a helmet that's 10 years old or something like that or or – and then the helmets that they had, the one that he liked the most, apparently they don't even make those helmets anymore. So I can kind of get where he's coming from. I mean, we all know football is a dangerous sport it is. So they're trying to do whatever they can to cut down the danger, which is technically kind of hard because you're having a dude on any given night that's like 6'4", 250 running at you at high speeds. So, I mean, there's I don't know how much protecting you can get from a helmet, but I mean, I have to respect the NFL in this case, I have to respect the NFL's wishes for trying to make the game or trying to help make the game safer in regards to helmet choices. So it's just it's kind of funny that this dude was doing all this for a helmet, lost his second grievance and is still trying to figure out how to work his way around the helmet. Cause my thing is is like I'm a, it's like this. You either find a helmet you want or you just won't play the season. Or at you all. don't play. Exactly. And I mean I'm I'm assuming the guy wants to play because I remember there was a threat earlier. He was threatening to not play at all because of the helmet. It's kind of just like, are you really going to walk away from your guaranteed money to to not play over a helmet? I don't know. It, it's I think right now the Raiders are hoping that they made the right choice in what they picked because, like I said, the guy's a beast. He's a great player. He's a great athlete. But I don't know if I just want to deal with it. I don't know if I'd want to deal with a with a guy a diva over a helmet like there's so much other things to worry about and and i thought this was interesting so i don't know if anybody was you know following the nfl or following preseason but the nfl held a game between um the raiders and the packers and they had to play on a shortened 80 yard field because i don't know if Everybody knows about the CFL, but the way the goalpost is set up in the CFL, the goalpost is literally in the end zone, whereas in NFL, it's kind of behind the end zone. So while they were removing the CFL um, goalpost to match the parameters of the NFL field, it left a hole in the middle of the end zone. So for safety reasons, you know, at first they were thinking about, are we going to play this game or not? Turns out they end up playing the game, but they had to shorten the field. I just don't think I would have let my team play it all because for one, that's a a big safety issue. Like I said earlier, the NFL is already a dangerous sport. Um, it's bad enough that they have to play preseason anyway. I don't feel like preseason, especially four games adding on to already what 17 week season is necessary, but they end up just letting them play on a shortened field with no kickoffs, no field goals, no punts, no punt returns, no nothing. So it was literally just essentially like street football, like when you're playing in the street and you have to kind of mark the concrete, like this is where we're going to score touchdowns at, this is the sidelines, this is all of that. So I don't know. I, I, I just feel like I get what they were trying to do. They're trying to build the game, but I just don't think it worked out in their favor. Bro, they legit spent 
$40,000 on installing a new goalpost and trying to patch the holes where the old one was. Like, they had to re-glue the turf on game day. But my favorite is Green Bay's coach was like, nah, forget that. I'm not playing <laughs> I don't 33. Blame him. Yeah, he was he was like, I'm not playing 33 of my starters. Like they <laughs> what like what what were they thinking? When the Canadian newspaper has you like it's clowning you in your league <laughs> for coming over and thinking, oh, this is gonna work. Like I get it, you wanna get a wider audience. And you want to spread your brand, but come on, bro, come on, you you can't do that. They whoever thought that that was a good idea needs to be fired. I'm sorry. It was I'm coming. I'm coming. Roger Goodell tonight. It was, it was mostly right. It, it was it was guaranteed Roger Goodell. Like we we know he's trying to bring a team to London, which I still don't think is going to work for. Um, transportation reasons. The, yeah, like, that that won't work for travel. Yeah, it's not going to work. Like the what. I, I think they said the shortest flight, shortest time would be like five hours or something like that. That's not going to work. That's not going to work at all. I just, so that's what he's trying to do. Like he's trying to bring the game international, which is fine. You can do that. But I feel like the way they did it was a total fail. I, I, I'm not mad at the Packers at all for saying we're not playing our starters. Like, no, like I said, I already feel like preseason is a waste of time anyway. I feel like what they should do for preseason is probably have, each team have like two scrimmages against another team and kind of go from there. Cause I just feel like preseason is so pointless. You're adding four games in, in an already physical and very dangerous sport, adding on that to a long 17 weeks as it is anyway. I just, I don't know. I just feel like preseason is unnecessary. And then, I mean, you, you have injuries, Lamar Miller, Cam Newton, like, just do you have injuries to these star players who probably shouldn't be playing in a preseason game anyway, especially if you know they're locked in as starters? So it's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like the NFL made themselves look foolish right there. Even, I mean, and speaking of Cam Newton, <laughs> everyone knows I'm not the biggest Cam Newton fan. I'm not the biggest Patriots fan. But, um, I mean, I still wish the best for him. I still want him to be out there playing because that's when I know, you know, when the Saints beat the Panthers – their fans have no excuses. <laughs> but so they're saying that it's a high ankle sprain. Um, now, if I'm the Panthers, I am concerned because I be. feel like I feel like Kim hasn't had a, a season where he's not injured. But uh, <laughs> I think, you know, Coach Ron and his staff, they have to do something. They have to start getting in his ear about playing smarter. Yeah, we can't, we can't put this all on, you know, we can't put this all on the staff. Cam has to know, yeah, hey, yeah. I'm a I big agree. guy. When I run, I need to slide because I need to preserve my Or career. throw the, the ball away. Yeah, or, or throw, throw the ball, ball away. away. Like, like, the, you, don't, the, you, don't have to, you don't have to be Superman every single time you touch the field. Like, I, I get that you want to be, but you don't have to be. You have to be smart. Throw the ball away slide because your team needs you to stay healthy because without you I literally do not think your team has a chance of doing anything this year well in that particular play like he he was doing a little bit too much like he should have thrown the ball away should have slid should have been out of bounds but I mean Cam being Cam which is funny because if you remember in the Super Bowl he didn't want to dive on the ball after he fumbled but you're doing all this in preseason. So it's kind of like, 
I guess it's like it's one of those things. It's like I guess it's mental where he's like, I have to show people I'm physical and I have to, I have to show people this and I'm that. But it's like we we uh, can we understand that. But your team needs you for a long what seventeen weeks, maybe more if you go to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So Thank I mean, and, the playoffs. <laughs> Sorry. Look, look. look. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You never know. It's a new season. You never know what's gonna happen. Your team might not make the playoffs while you're my here trying team, to sniggle my McDougal. Team going, my team going to your team, play. your team may not make the playoffs while you're sniggling and giggling. Bro, you don't worry about the Bears, okay? Hey, my Bears are fine. And true biscuit. You worry about my, Jay, hey, you worry about your biscuit and your Bears. Don't disrespect my quarterback like that. His name, you will call him Mr. Mitchell Trubisky. Thank you very much. Look, you I'm will, just saying, y'all, y'all pick, y'all pick Trubisky. Over Patrick Mahomes. No, listen, no, listen. Don't you, don't you try to do that to me. We picked him over Deshaun Watson too, if you want to be technical, because I would have liked to have Deshaun Watson on our team, but I'm fine with with Trubisky. Like I think we're okay. He's a playoff quarterback. Um, it wasn't his fault while we lost. Okay, it's not our fault that the kicker has a worse leg than my niece trying to kick a football. So it's kind of like. What are we supposed to do in that aspect? Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm mad about it, but I'm not. But you will not disrespect Mitchell Trubisky. That's what you're not going to do. Okay, we'll see. All right, so we, when, all right, when the Bears play the Saints, we gonna come back, and I already know who's gonna win. Like, I I'm know y'all team is shaking talking, right now. I'm gonna still be talking my trash. Nah, no, no. Because my team can we, back it up. Listen. I, look, y'all heard it here first, right? So the day that the Saints play the Bears, I can't remember the date that that is. I'm going to have to do my research on that. But I just want y'all to know that Reagan's going to be crying. She's going to be begging for mercy because the best team in the NFL, the Chicago Bears, is going to run up and down. Trubisky's going to throw that thing. He's going to dime. Y'all, okay, October 20th. What we going to see? We are going to see. Because KT talk a lot of trash for a team that is trash. Look. Now, I'm, just playing. I'm just playing. The Bears aren't trash, but, like, she talk a lot of team for – she talk a lot of stuff for a team that ain't going to beat the Saints. I'm just saying. But, Look, you know, you know, we don't have to get into this right now. We got a long season ahead of us. Back to Cam Newton and him, need, you know, needing to play smarter. But, But – I was also going to talk about that O-line being bad, too. If that's the O-line he's going into the season with, they need help. If that's Cam Newton's O-line, he's not going to last that long. So, I mean, I I hope that wasn't the starters I was in there. And if so, woo, woo, it's going to be a long season, man. It's going to be a long season for him. But he definitely needs to go in there and play smarter and, and make better decisions because you're a superstar. Like you said, you're the reason why our team is what it is. You're the reason why the team is – gonna probably make the well if cam's out they probably won't make the playoffs but they, i mean if they have cam there's a chance that they can make the playoffs depending on how the season goes so i don't know i just i just feel like cam has got to be way better way smarter make better decisions and the old line needs help they need to that, that whole old line they need to have a meeting and talk about it because yes cam should made a better decision but that old line didn't really help by not protecting him as well as they should have yeah so, um, Reagan. What's up? 
Andrew Luck retiring <sighs> in the middle of a preseason game. But yeah, okay, got, let's, it, let's 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 get this right. It got leaked. He wasn't ready to announce it. Like we we all know him to be a stand up guy. Ain't no way he would have came to the game and then in the middle of the game wanted that information to be leaked. So whoever leaked it, y'all wrong for that. Um, but no, I <laughs> Andrew Luck. I I wish him the best. I mean, he's not even thirty, but I wouldn't be surprised if more players come out before thirty and say, you know, they're done. I just wouldn't be surprised, especially with the past that he's had. I, um, I think he was a great quarterback. Um, I enjoyed watching him play whenever I could watch the coach. Um, but yeah, I, I wish him the best. I don't see anything wrong with it. I don't either. I mean, especially when you're playing a sport that has such a physical toll on you and injuries. I mean, anybody who's been injured and had to rehab understands mentally how hard that is. Like, you know, every time you're playing a game, you want to make sure, okay, I don't want to step off this foot wrong and hurt this again, or I don't want to get hit this way because last time I did that, I lacerated a kidney and all this other stuff. So it's kind of like he even talked about how mentally it was just too much for him and how every time he got injured and got rehabbed, he kind of just went through the same process over and over again. And eventually that gets really tiring. And yeah. the crazy thing is he had a really good year last year. He got NFL comeback player of the year. Um, he was a pro bowler. Like, he he the dude the dude like the dude is good i mean it it's kind of it kind of just sucks that you see a guy do so much for the city the fans in the sport and then they boo him like that especially for fans who's probably never even played a sport in their life they're kind of just uh what they call them armchair quarterbacks people just just be at home and and just Stop tweeting off. and stuff yeah it, it like it's kind of sad to see People like that, but again, you know, us us fans are spoiled. Not all of us, but most of us fans are spoiled. Like we think that a player, anything a player does, like it's for has us. Be, but it's like has to be approved by the fan. Like exactly. When, when exactly when come into I, I just don't get people like players are human. They exactly. make mistakes. You know, they they can do what they want to do. It's their lives. The only difference between you and a player probably is the fact that they're millionaires and you're not. And maybe the player just got a little bit more talent than you do. <laughs> I mean, no, I say that with everything. This kind of reminds me of, I don't remember um, the exact year, but you remember when Elena Beard missed that that shot that could have uh, helped us beat, I believe it was, was it, uh, was it, Fe- I, can't remember, I can't remember if it was Phoenix or not, but you remember all the fans just killed her for that? Yeah, and, and it's not just like CP. Yeah, and it's just like, exactly. No, that's another thing. That's another thing. I feel like you have to be fair with that as well. Like, you can't just give it on one one player and not blame it on the other. And honestly, that game was just a team effort on why they lost. So it's it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of like when you're booing players like Andrew Luck, like, have you been out there and, and got tackled by a huge defensive end. Have you been out there and felt Cameron Jordan sack you on a play? You haven't. So it's like Cameron until you've experienced Jordan that. sack you on a play. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's still, unless you felt that, you can't really say anything about it because these football players do so much for their body and, and they hurt their body so much. Like, and then on top of that, you're risking CTE. You're risking never being the same again after you retire. You're risking pain. You're risking 
memory loss, all of that stuff. So honestly, I'm not mad at the guy. I mean, if you're not mentally in it, if your heart's not in it, don't do it. Like, I feel like you shouldn't do anything that your heart and your mind are together in. Because uh, honestly, you're going to have the worst effort. And then on top of that, like, can you imagine Andrew Luck coming out there with no effort? Can you imagine what they would have said to him then? Exactly. So I, I'm, 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 I'm not mad at it at all. I do have a question though about this Dwight Howard thing and the Lakers. I mean, is this, do you think this is a match made in heaven? Do you think this is, cause honestly, this is how I kind of um, think about it. This Dwight Howard is like that ex, right? That did you wrong. Right. And they, they, they do probably change. They say they're going to change. They promise you they're going to change. And you know what? They probably do change. So you're skeptical, you're skeptical, but you go back to it because you feel like, you know, you're familiar with it and they, they, you know, you, you, you see how they are, you see how they are mentally. And you're like, you know what, I'm gonna give you a chance because you seem like you, you are a little bit of a better person than when I first had you. So, I mean, do you feel like this is, do you feel like it's going to work out for Lakers or do you feel like they should have possibly went in another direction? I think they started to scramble and they didn't have any other choice. Uh, I know they were working out other people, but I think they, I think they wanted to go with the quote unquote safe option. Um, the better option too, out of all the choices they had. Um, so I, I think that's what they did. Um, but you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I, I am a believer of, you know, once you've had someone and, they didn't perform what makes you think they're going to perform the second time. But, you know, we will. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like when people show you who they are, believe them. Yeah. And, and, and in this case, I mean, Dwight Howard, to be fair, did have a decent year last year. I mean, but nobody talked about him because it's like, oh, you're, it's Dwight Howard. Like, you've been there, done that, basically. And you already knew they were going to give Joakim Noah a chance because LeBron and Joakim Noah don't have the greatest relationship. <laughs> out of out of the bunch but honestly I feel like if Dwight Howard can go in there and give him like 10 and 8 every game and be consistent and give him like what 24 minutes a game because they don't need 30 for him because they do have JaVale McGee who's not bad exactly. and I mean as long as Dwight Howard can do what he does and block a couple of shots I think they'll be okay I mean do I think do I think you know Boogie would have been better probably production wise but I still feel like Dwight Howard's not a bad choice like I think you can't go wrong with Dwight. I do feel like there's a lot of red flags and questions about him. One is, can he stay healthy? Two, can he stay focused and and not distracted? Because, you know, I know Dwight Howard from, you know, a few years ago kind of just let distractions get in his way. But, I mean, I think it's interesting. It's a very interesting deal. You know what's bad? That Memphis was just easily just just quickly gave him away. Like, they didn't even care. They were well, kind of just like, yeah. wasn't going to play him anyways. Well, that's true. I mean, they did free cap space, though. Exactly. I think, I think that was Memphis's biggest goal was just to get rid of money and, and free cap space. But I mean, I, I think, I think they did do Dwight a favor. I feel like Dwight meeting with LeBron and Anthony Davis kind of really put him in the focus because he's like, you know what? I want a ring. I don't want to, I don't want to sugarfoot my way around this team. Like I actually want to play. And I, I, I mean, I, I for Lakers fans, I hope it works out because we've seen how this happened before. We saw how bad it got. And he was playing with the legend in Kobe. 
So imagine I'm not I'm not saying LeBron's a legend. He's he definitely will be and he definitely is, but like you were playing with one of the greatest basketball players of all time and you were still acting like that. So hopefully, you know, he did change. Hopefully this is the ex that you go back to that you don't regret going back to after you know y'all have parted ways for a little bit. So in in the Lakers case, I do hope that uh that Dwight Howard is everything they they need as far as trying to get over the hump and as far as having an extra a extra center back there. We'll see. We will see. So so Reagan, um, do you want to keep it one hundred right now? You wanna you wanna keep it one hundred with me? All right, y'all. So it's time for one of our segments called Keep It 100. So basically how this works is we're going to ask questions about things going on in sports or pop culture. And of course, we got to keep it 100% honest, even though most things we say we may get slack on Twitter for. Now, I know you guys probably think, you know, that's what this whole podcast is about, but this is going to be a little bit different. It's kind of like a rapid fire thing. So it's going to be real brief, short, straight to the point opinions. All right, KT, let's keep it 100. Is Open Gym a place to double team, or is it supposed to be relaxed? Um, I know what you're referring to. For all you guys don't know, she's talking about Devin Booker. All right, this is what I feel. I feel like if, if, if basketball is basketball wherever you go, right, for the most part. So if, I'm, if I am walking in the gym, and let's just say Cappy Pondexter's in there, right, and she hooping. I know Cappy's a legend, so yes, I'm going to double team Cappy. Like, it, it's, it's basketball. I know she probably won't quote-unquote like it, but, I mean, Brian Agler was in, doing an interview about this. He kind of said it. If a player is double teaming you, that just knows, like, we, we respect your game. We know you're going to probably kill us if you're guarding somebody one-on-one. So double teaming in open gym, I don't see why there's an issue with it, honestly. I feel like he should get prepared for that. Devin Booker's going to get double teamed in regular season games. So I say, I say why not? Exactly. Um, so how do you feel about this Jay-Z deal, Reagan? Like, are you... Do you are are you with Jay Z? Um, are you with the people who have kind of been, you know, hating on Jay Z? Who think he there's like some weird sneaky plan he's trying to do? Like, how do you feel about this? Now, I'm not even gonna go into the background info on this. I personally don't think he's selling out. I don't see why he had to include Cap in his means or even in this plan. Like, Cap started this movement, movement, yes, but as a player, there's only so much he could do. Jay is now on the inside, and we all know that once you're on the inside, you got more access to certain things and certain information. Now, of course, change isn't going to happen overnight, and I think that's where people are upset about. Like, they're like, "Oh, they signed this deal. You know, what what what's new? You know, what what new is going to change? It's not going to happen overnight. You guys got to give him time to get in there, get close to people, and then that's when the plan starts to. You know, that's when everything starts to form. But I do think that this is a great step to open the eyes of the owners, or should I say governors, shout out to Draymond, um, (laughs) of the teams and even some of the players that don't see the importance of, you know, what Cap was doing. So I I do, I just, I don't think it's a sellout. I think, you know, I think he's doing what he can from his position and his position right now is a businessman. And I mean, he, he's, he made that clear in one of his songs. He is a businessman. I'm not a businessman. I'm a business Man, exactly. I bet uh, you CP know the lyrics. Exactly, CP. <laughs> shout out to you. Um, now I know this is kind of old, but.
but uh, I've still been following it in the shade room posted it recently. Uh, but KT, what do you think about Kanye's Sunday service? Oh man, you know what? His Sunday services actually look like they'd be really entertaining to go to. I don't even know if there's a preacher in sight. Like I just literally just see people playing gospel music and it's his rendition of gospel music. It's like literally his production of gospel music. But it look honestly, it looked kind of cool. I'm not gonna lie. It's kind of hot out there because he does it in Calabasas and it's hot in California right now. But it looked like it's something that I would actually be into, something that I would actually enjoy. I mean, he play a little bit of Marvin Sapp, something like that, you know. I'll be right there in the choir with him. But it, it actually looks really interesting. I would like to go to a Sunday service. I, I don't know if you need an invitation. I don't know what you need. Kanye, hit me up. I would love to go to one of those. It's like a little mini concert. Look, I would love to go to a Kanye concert. I know he kind of crazy and stuff right now, but, I mean, the dude is still uber and super talented. So if y'all find a way to get to one of these church services, let me know because I will definitely be up in there with my little weird pastel colors that he be wearing in the dirt, just kicking it. I mean, I don't want no Yeezys, but you give me those Yeezys too. <laughs> so, so I was uh, I was uh, you know, scrolling through my timeline one day, right? And apparently, there's this show that MTV created where you can find the person who ghosted you. So, for all the people who don't know what ghosting means, it pretty much means you're keeping in contact with somebody, and then they just stop messaging you out of nowhere, just for no reason. I mean, they, they don't even tell you why. So my thing is, I know how I feel about it. And before I hand this to you, I'm going to say, like, if somebody ghosted me, I don't want to find them personally. Just let them, let the wind take them to whoever trash can that they want to fall in. But how do you personally feel about, you know, if you were ghosted, would you want to help? Like, would you want to find out the person who, like, would you want to know where they went? Do you want to follow them? Do you want to see why they ghosted you? Would you kind of just let it be? Oh. To be honest, I I've never I've never been ghosted. Um, oh, you lucky! Oh, you lucky! <laughs> I, I've never <laughs> been ghosted. I think I, I I think I do the ghosting. So if I've ghosted you in the past, I'm so sorry. Um, I promise it wasn't you. It was me. Um. Oh, that, that's the that's the lie. She's lying. Don't believe that. Anybody who ever hit you with that? It wasn't you. It was me. They're lying to you. No. They don't want to hurt your feelings. It was definitely you. I don't know who she's talking about, but it was definitely you. Look, Reagan's lying. Look, Reagan has some growing up to do. So if I go see you, I promise I was trying to work on myself, and it wasn't you. It was legit me. But anyways, um. I feel like if someone I and I I talked about this with um, this current person. Um, if they, if shout they, out to you, shout out to you, current person. If they ever, <laughs> if they ever ghosted me, I was just like, I would want to know why. And that's that's not me like looking for them or you know trying to get them back. It's just me trying to figure out you know if I need to work on something or, you know, if I did something wrong or if it just wasn't a match with them. Now, of course, if they're ghosting me, then, then of course it wasn't a match. But, like, I want to know the reasoning why. I'm just that curious person. Now, will I get on TV and try to figure out the reason why? No, because that's just embarrassing myself. But, you know, will I hit them up in the DMs, although they ghosted me? Sure, I'm not afraid to double text because you want something I was told to close I was told a closed mouth don't get fed so if I want something I'm gonna go after it but I'm not out here chasing folks so don't 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 hit my dms with all that oh 
that's deep. Look, you got deep with the closed mouth, don't get fed. And look, for all you people who double text, it's okay. We all have done it sometimes. We we all, you know, get a little Drake-ish. Yo, no, no, seriously. Because I tell people all the time that I'm a bad texter. So I will literally look at the notification and respond in my head and then go back and be like, dang, I got 34 unread messages just because I didn't open them and I thought I responded. So like, if you want me, double text me. Let me know, bro. Because sometimes I'm oblivious. <laughs> no, like re- real stuff. I'm oblivious sometimes. And sometimes my mind is just elsewhere. Like I sometimes I get busy doing other things. So I may overlook it. So if you're trying to flirt with me and I don't know, hit me up and uh, we can talk about it. Actually, no, don't hit me. If you look. I was just about to say, please don't get in her DMs. I was just about to hit you. I was about to hit you with that. You can hey, y'all can gladly slide in mine though. No. Nah. Speaking of DMs. Casey, how do you feel about sh- people shooting a shot? Ooh, okay. Now, if you're shooting your shot, I want you to be able to do it with confidence, and I want you to be able to do it the right way and correct way. But don't get creepy and don't get weird, and and like keep it funny. Like I like jokes. I, I like I like to laugh. I mean, I have I laughed at corny jokes before, even though I hate corny jokes. But keep it. You know, make make me happy, make make me laugh, but don't just sit there and just do typical. Hey, you're cute. Like no, like make me laugh. Like tell me a fun fact. Give me a snapple fact or something. Like like start a sports conversation or something like that. But don't just go in there and just be like hey, hi, bye. Like make me in like engage with you. So if I was a guy, right, and we matched on Tinder, what would you want my first line to you to be? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What would I want the first line to be? Well, I would say depending on what my bio is, go like say something that's on my bio to let me know you read it or just say something funny. Um I I don't really have any good jokes right now, but please don't say nothing. Don't don't say the one I heard yesterday cuz that that might get you blocked. Don't don't say nothing about me being hot after I spilled jalapenos on myself, that might get you blocked. That that so, I didn't like that. So if I if I hop in your DMs and be like, "Hey, tie your shoes. I don't want you falling for anybody else," would you <laughs> laugh and respond, <laughs> or would you be like, "Nah, the person I, I actually, I'm mad that I just laughed at that. Right, that was genuine. I'm mad that I laughed at that. Somebody told me, look, okay. I, I probably would laugh, but I'd be like, oh, okay, you try. But somebody told me a joke <laughs> yesterday oh, a, about about a bean or something. It, I forgot the joke, but it was about a bean. And it was like one bean said to the other bean, how you bean? And it was so corny, but I laughed and I'm ashamed of myself. I was just like, dude, like I should have never laughed at that. But like, if, if it's a corny joke, I may laugh, but don't. Just don't be weird, honestly. But like I said, if anybody wants to slide in my DMs, I, I will get back to you. You know, I'm, I'm taking applications, but that don't mean I'm hiring. Y'all, it's cuffing but... season. KT is planning um, her her draft process right now. She's, she's going through her applicants. So make sure y'all send y'all her applications. Make sure y'all send her y'all applications. Y'all can send me the applications, and I'll get them to her. Um 
but yeah, don't. I mean, if y'all want to send me applications, so y'all can. But uh, I'm not. I'm not asking for all that. She's going. She's she's firing everybody. Don't don't send her nothing. Don't send her nothing. Look, I, I just told y'all. I just told y'all. I didn't ghost to people before, so I'm just I'm warning y'all now. She she's proud of. Do you hear? She's proud. Of, I've ghosted people before. Hot like that. You see how proud she is to do that. I'm not proud about it. I'm just giving you a warning beforehand. Like, don't try to jump into my DMs and then if I don't respond, be all upset because you heard it here first. I have ghosted people in the past. It ain't nothing wrong with ghosting people. (laughs) Yes, sir. What do you mean? Look, if yes, it's, there if it's, is. No, no, no. Because if it's not right, it's not right. But also, but some people just can't keep them. A, No, but some people just can't keep a conversation. It's really hard to keep my attention. So, like, if you can't keep my attention, I'm not going to sit here and try to, you know, make conversation with you all the time. Don't go through. Just say. Be boring with somebody else. Don't try to be boring with me. That's just how I feel about it. But don't ghost them. Just say, hey, you know, this isn't working out. Sorry. But don't go. Like, do you know what ghosting does to people's confidence? Are you aware of what it does to people's confidence? I am very aware of what it does to people's confidence. But once again, some people just do not grab my attention. So if you don't grab my attention, what do you expect? I'm not going to sit here and carry a conversation with a 23-year-old. Like, when you're 23, you should know how to carry a conversation. Uh, I I've known some people who are older who can't carry conversations. So I mean, it's not I even that, but that's the issue. But once again, I I I get why there's a neg- negative connotation around ghosting. But at the end of the day, you have to do what you have to do for yourself. Don't 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 ghost me. Just tell me the truth. Just say you're boring. I don't want to talk to you. Just say hey, you're not you what know I want. How harsh I'm it is with though. That. But you okay? But you could be you could sugarcoat it. Just say, hey, you know, it's not working out. Um, you know, so I didn't. You, you this isn't hurt. what I wanted. So, okay, I guess y'all. KT KT wants to be. Um, she she wants to be that person that that uh, needs to be sugarcoated too. I, I no no no. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't say that. Don't sugarcoat it. Just be honest. Just say, hey. I, you know, you're not who I want to talk to. It, yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's, it's gonna sting. But I'll be like, okay, cool. Instead of just me texting you like, hey, boo, and then you don't respond. Like, but I'd rather wait, you tell this, me. Them not them saying I don't. You're not what I want. Is the same thing as them goes. I mean, it's not the same thing. But no, it is in a, in a way. In a way, it's it just makes that an easier conversation. It does. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, mm-hmm. like, like I said, I don't ghost intentionally. I do not. Sometimes I just read the message and I'm just like, what am I supposed to say to that? And I try to think I, I, and I don't respond. I will say Reagan is bad at, at responding because I, I we said, you know, we were, we were we were we were sending uh stuff about the podcast and she'll look at it and then she'll just go by her day and she'll respond like a day later and it's just like, Well, I forgot what I said now. I so I am really bad. She's not, she's not she's not lying. She's not just putting on a show. She's terrible. I still don't want to be ghosted. I don't want to be ghosted. That's that ghost in nature. I'm gonna ghost Reagan one day on purpose to see how she feels about it. Just so she knows. Like, don't don't ghost me. Just tell me, hey, KT. No, nah, nah, I will say I, I will say one of my good friends, um, they they'll talk to me and then I'll forget to respond. And then when I respond, if they don't respond, I do feel a little hurt about it. So I get what you're saying. <laughs> but like I feel like I legit have an excuse because I I just I'm just really bad at it. 
I've tried to be better. Like, I legit, I've tried to be better. I've taken every text message and I've tried to type something out. Sometimes I do forget to press send. That is also another issue. Oh, (laughs) God. Oh, my God. But but I think that's where I differ from this generation. Like, if you want to talk to me, sometimes I just prefer FaceTime. Now, my brother would say that I do prefer texting. But what is in, about, in certain circumstances, I do. But I'm I am about, leaning more towards talking on the phone and FaceTiming now. But what about us folks who got galaxies and can't FaceTime? What about us? What are we supposed to y'all do? To what is we lives. supposed to do? Because y'all are still in the ghetto. Oh, okay. See, this is where we're gonna have to end it because we about to fight. <laughs> she just called somebody ghetto. I don't like this. She just called me poor, broke, ghetto. She called me all that she wanted to ghost me. She want to do all this stuff. For that, everybody slide in her DMs, and <laughs> and and then and then slide in her DMs and ghost her. As soon as she says hi, just leave her on scene. Nah, we, we, y'all, we y'all don't do need that, to slide but... in my DMs. But um, I mean, yeah, look, ghosting is another topic. Um, but no, seriously, y'all, thank y'all for you know hanging in here and and listening to all of our um, opinions. I know some of them may not be the best, but um, you know, we 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 rocking and rolling over here. That's because yeah. that's that's what we do. Um, but we are definitely excited to continue this podcast. Um, follow us on Twitter at Unwanted Pod. Um, you can follow our personal Twitters as well. Mine is underscore R A P twenty four. KT, what is yours? Mine is P to the U to the P to the T to the E to the N to the T to the 10. Puppet 10. I'll say it again for all y'all in the back. P-U-P-T-E-N-T 10. Yeah, follow your girl. Y'all slide in her DMs. I'm serious about this cuff season stuff. She, I, if, if y'all slide into one of our DMs, I'll let y'all know where she's from. I think she already said in the podcast, so it's really no big secret. Uh, West Coast, the best coast. You heard that right here. Um, I mean, that's where I live. That's not where I'm from, but you know. West Coast, the best coast. You heard that. Um, but no, that's all we got for you today. Make sure y'all download, share this, let your friends share this, let your mamas hear, uh, hear this, let your babies, baby sisters, <laughs> baby daddy hear this, um, and let your babies hear it. Because your babies, mamas, mamas, babies, daddies, 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 <laughs> your step cousin, your play cousins. Your cousin that live across the street, let Ray Ray and them listen to it too. But um, no, for real. Thank you for listening. Catch us again next Wednesday, and we out this thing. <laughs>